<laughs> Should be a video, huh? Okay, Eisches. We're understanding the Indian of the Hamshach of Atzmas Reinsef by Moshe. That's the Pshat in the Medrash that Moshe says, any Mavakesh al Atzmi Dover. Ella Medina Pleni Sichareva Vihishalcha Gezor Shetibane. The Rebbe explained that what does that mean? That Meish Rabbeinu is trying to bring about the Binyan Ereyad by being Mamshich Atzmus or Einsoif into Eilam Hazar, but technically that means into Malchus. So that means both in terms of spiritual realms and physical realms, and we're going to see basically four different levels in Oishches of all that. Ay, it's Amshochem Ilamay Lelamato, and therefore it shouldn't truly affect the Lamata. It can affect the Lamata, but not change the Lamata, and not bring, therefore, there, therefore not bring about an everlasting change in the Lamata. For that reason, the Rebbe tells us it's Tfilu Lamesha. Mesha Samshoch is not all Yudei Tarah, but Dafka Mesha Davins. And his And that also explains, the Rebbe says, why it is that it's Tafka Tfilas Osher. Tfilas Osher, because Tafka the Osher, only one who's connected to Atzmus Oreinsev, and that's the Yeshirah of Mesha, only he can be Mamshich, this level of Ur, that would bring about a Binyan Adeyad. Why? And the, 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 we'll, we'll learn more about that in Ches, because this level of Ur is in Shaykh Tisimtsu. So therefore, there'll be no tzimtzum and siluk. If this level of Ur is revealed, it's there. Mamale right? is obviously shayach to tzimtzum. Even seivev, the language hasn't been used yet. It's going to be used in ches. The language was used relative to atzimtzum. Loi nagaba doesn't even touch it, the notion of tzimtzum. I have to understand that. Three different levels of light. Mamale, seivev, and atzimtzum. What they share is Lamaila, Lifnei Sedrish Dashlus, Lifnei Tsimsum Mishan Bakul. Okay. But Aimak Yesir, we started this yesterday, we'll start from there now. But Aimak Yesir, Yesh Lamer, Shay Sudden Bam Shachay Date Philis Mesha, Legave Am Shacha, Baderach Mi Lamaila Lamata, the advantage. And again, we saw these, saw these lines yesterday at the end. The advantage of the Ham Shacha, Ayadate Philis Mesha. Relative to the Hamshocha B'derek Me'lamay Lelamata, which would be Teres Mesha, who Le'rak Ba'efen Hamshocha is not only in the way in which the Hamshocha is Nimshach Lamata, which means Shamshocha Al Yidei Tfilas Mesha Shayeches Yesu Lelamata, it's more Shayech to the Lamata, and therefore Hamshocha Al Yidei Teres is less Shayech to the Mata, right? So that's an, the Oifen, the way in which it's drawn down. Elagamba Hamshocha Atzma, but also in the level of ur that's being nimshach, the hamshacha itself. I was going to explain that, and, and as we said yesterday, this is an, an, an unbelievable yesod in, in a Veda in general. It's just... The Indian who? The Tamal Zed, the reason, Shekol Mashanivra B'Sheshis Meberashis Tzarech Tikkun, that which everything created requires fixing, Right? And that's based on the Pusik of uh Kibara Lakim Lasis, 
right? That the the Abishta created the world lasis, what's Pshat Lasis. So Chazal say Lisakin, Rashi and Chumash also brings it, Lisakin, to fix. The world was created in such a way that it requires fixing. Now that includes, we saw earlier, that includes Malchus. Right? We're going to see more than that. Right? Generally, people relate to that as Elam Hazar Gashmi. We've already seen that that also relates to Malchus, it relates to a level in Elokus, Mitzad Miyuta Yureach. The Rebbe is going to teach us in this place that it relates not only to Malchus, which is Mamale, but also to Sevev and even Tatzmas Aretzuf, which is really quite a Kiddush. Okay, but the idea that the world was created Lasaki to fix. Um, let's just read a couple of lines, then we'll then we'll have to talk about it. Who ki kavana sabriya The ultimate intention of the creation is that there should be something called a veda. Velochen, meaning the Ebrish didn't want a dear betachtein. The Ebrish wants 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 a dear betachteinim al yedei avedas adam. And that's brought, I, and we learned that very clearly in Basilagani, Tavshin Yud. The the desire of the Ebrish is if the Ebrish wants to reveal himself in Elam Hazar, so reveal yourself in Elam Hazar. The Ebrish the, the, the Ebrish called Yochel. He can do whatever he wants. He doesn't. He's not limited in any way, shape, or form. If he wants Atzmus or Einsof to be revealed in Elam Hazar completely and totally and affect Elam Hazar, so it will. There's no limitation. Right, the fact that we just described the difference between a hamshocha milamayla lamata and a hamshocha that is ultimately a function of the aveda milamata that brings the hamshocha milamayla, so therefore it's milamata lamayla, tfilo. It's because the Ebster wants that. It's not because it has to be that way. The Ebster, for whatever reason, wants the world to work that way. He wants the world to be such a way that our aveda affects reality and the world is created in such a way that it's lacking. Now, I'm talking about the physical world at this point, even though, again, we've already seen that that relates to certain levels in Elokus already. Malchus, where we talked about it, Miyot Yoreh, we talked about it yesterday. That, that the, the, the world should be in a certain state of Chisarun and requires Tikkun. The famous Medrash of Rabbi Akiva, Tonus Ropas, a Russia wanted, I mean, he did, made a decree against Prismilo. And he was talking to Rabbi Akiva and said, I understand, if the Ebrister wanted people to be to not have an oiler, he'd create them without an oiler. Well, that's a reasonable position. <laughs> so this whole thing is absurd, and so he answered it. What was Rabbi Akiva's famous answer? He said, no. If the Ebrister creates the world in such a way that we have to fix it. What's the muscle Rabbi Akiva brings? How people eat. Animals eat ready-made food. People don't. People don't eat wheat grains. People take the wheat, grind it up, turn it into bread. Right? People cook their potatoes and their vegetables, etc. He brings two two foods there. I don't remember what. But one of them was um, one of those fruits that shows up in the Kamara all the time. I think they translate it as lupines or something. I don't know. What was it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, that that uh, that when we prepare when we eat we prepare the food, right? So how raya that the Abishter wants people to be involved in preparing things in order to fix them, right? That's the way the world works. That's what Rabbi Kiva said to Tony Supers. It isn't. It didn't. Tony Supers a Russian. He's always called. It, it didn't make any. It didn't have an effect on him. He still made the gazeta, but um, that was Rabbi Kiva's argument, and that's true. And it's obviously true. It's Rabbi Akiva. Right, so the world was created in such a way that the Abishter wants you and I to fix it. 
And that's the whole idea of miyuti yoreach, that's the whole idea of tzimzum, as we'll see. Veloche, nivra oilam. Therefore, the world was created, ba'ifen, in a way, shetikuna yel yideh adam, that its fixing will be done by us. Asher bada elokim lasos. What's pshat lasos? Asher bada elokim, the world that the Abish created, what's lasos? L'sakein, that's what Rashi says on Chumash, l'takein, to fix. That based on this, we become a partner in the Ebishter in Maisabreshis. So the Rebbe puts this out in one line here. There's a very famous Sikh of the Rebbe, Yiralef Nisan Tavshin Lamid Base. The whole Febrein and the Rebbe talked about this Indian. There's also a Mikhtav Kloli for Pesach that year that, that explains this. And here the Rebbe says it in one line. There the Rebbe deal, asks the basic question, the question that everybody asks, one way or the other, or at one time or another. Why is Elam Hazar hard? Why didn't the Behavishter make Elam Hazar a relatively easy place that, you know, if you want to accomplish something, it's relatively easy to accomplish. And if you want to serve God, it's relatively easy to serve God. And it seems that at every turn in Eilam Hazar, you run into obstacles and, and difficulties, etc. That's very difficult. Right? That's Eilam Hazar. So the Rebbe explains there that what? That the, that the Abishter wants everything to happen on the day of Adam. And the Rebbe gives the, the basic answer that's given in the Zayar as to why that is. Right? And the, 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 the catchphrase is what's called Nama de Kisufa, bread of embarrassment. That what? I, you know, it's, it's every time I, I the, every time I've said this idea, I mean, not this idea, just that idea. The words "namadiki sufa" and people, it, it comes up all the time. If I said this, the idea, the need for a veda, mentioning it in the last couple of years, you wonder if human nature has changed. I don't know. I, obviously, it hasn't. But but you'll understand what I mean when I say what I mean. Human nature is, according to the Zoyar and according to truth, that that. People don't like free hands, handouts. People like working for things. Uh, you look around the world today, there's a lot of people who just want to be given everything, right? And they don't want to work for anything, which is really interesting because Hazal say, and this is certainly true, and it, all, it also, it's, it's very fascinating because it bears it out in that interesting statistic about wealthy families that they tend to lose their wealth after three generations. By the fourth generation, it's gone because the second, third generation didn't have to work for it. And so they just you know, end up not working and what was there is gone. Now, it doesn't work for certain families. Ford happens to have done pretty well. If you're producing something and you can just keep producing it, so it's gonna work. But companies that, you know, when I grew up, the synonym, the synonym for rich was Rockefeller. Rockefeller Center in New York. Where are the Rockefellers? They're gone. There are no Rockefellers. I mean, there must be some Rockefellers and they have a few bucks, right? That means that. They're pretty rich. What? They're still pretty rich. Yeah, but say they're still pretty rich. They aren't the synonym for rich anymore. <laughs> they were the synonym for rich. Why? You want to be rich like Rockefeller? That's what people say. Right? Okay. Now, Bill Gates. Who sort of was, you know, I mean, I understand he's no longer the richest man in the world, but you know, he was that for a while. But he was very interesting. He didn't give his kids also so much money, right? He didn't want to give his kids all his money. Why? 
because he wanted them to have to do something, which is very interesting. I mean, Kolokavad, right? That's a very interesting, he did not want his children to not have to do anything in order to, I mean, they, they don't have to come to you for challah for Shabbos, but if they want a certain lifestyle, they're gonna have to go to work. Oh, Kolokavad, right? Why? Well, because human nature is that we don't like getting something for free. We like working for it. We like accomplishing, and what a Chazal say, that a person would rather have one kav of his own thing than tisha kavim of someone else's, right? Famous statement in, in Chazal, right? Because it's mine, and I'd rather have mine. I, I don't want yours. I, yours is nine times as big, I, but I, it, this I worked for, and it's mine, and it's my, it's, this is my little piece of land, you know, how long I worked for it and saved up money and got a mortgage, and, and this is mine, and I like it. I'm connected to it. Right? So there's something called Namatiki Sufa, bread of embarrassment. That if I'm giving given something for free, I'm embarrassed. I don't I don't appreciate it as much. I don't enjoy it as much. And therefore, this is the Zara's understanding is that therefore the Abishta wants us to work for whatever it is that we accomplish in Ruchnias. Our Rebbe, Kadarka Bakadish, asks a very, very powerful question. Everybody, that's the answer that everybody just throws out forever. True, it's a But the Rebbe asks the kind of question that we always seem to find in the Rebbe's Torah. The Abishta created that nature in us. Why didn't he just create a different nature? So don't give us the nature that we don't enjoy something we're given as much as something we work for. That He gave us that nature. Give us another nature that we will enjoy something we are given as much as we enjoy something we've worked for. And then you can just give it to us, right? True, same Abishta, right? It's a rather powerful question. Meaning, Namadikisuva doesn't really answer the question. So there in that Sikha, Yud Alaknis and Lamed Beis, the Rebbe explains that the ultimate purpose of the whole Indian is that the Abishta wants us to be his shutaf in my Sibirations. He wants us to be his partners in the world and the ultimate creation of the world, the, the, the perfection of the creation, which means the end product of creation, will be a function of not only what he does, but what we do. That's what he wants. He wants us to be a shutsu, his partners, which is the highest thing imaginable, to be a partner of the Eishtah. And so he gives us that merit, that schus, to be his partner. That's what the Rebbe says here in one line, that whole zikha there. Again, you don't need some Lamed base. That's where you'll find. Also, the 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 Micht of Kloli, the Micht of Kloli of that year, written for Pesach, also talks about it. And that's the Nasa Adam Shutaf Kolakotz Baruch Hu Ma'aseh Bereishis. V'zeu Gamatam, and this is also the reason Alzeh she's Havu Sayulamis that the bringing into being of the world Mihamalchus Haisal Yedet Simsum was through the reality called Simsum. That what? That there's a, a so to speak, a, a lacking of light from the quality of Malchus, meaning Malchus itself is affected. Not only, this is the second level, not only when generally when people learn that Chazal, that the Abish created the world, they think of that in terms of Elam Hazai Gashmi. Elam Hazai Gashmi is created in such a way that it lacks. 
Right? Okay, and we have to fix it. Say that that's it's rather obvious that it lacks. We look around, we see it's lacking. It's not a it's and and, and, and once a person is sensitive to the idea of Elokus, we realize that it lacks something even more essential, and that's the revelation of Elokus in the world. And when someone comes to the appreciation of the fact that the whole purpose of creation was dear Patachtonium, so that a person realizes, whoa, but there's no dear Patachtonium. Mila Maila there is. When the Abraham looks at the world, he sees himself, but when we look at the world, we don't see him. So there's no dear Patachtonium yet. Be'etzim, there's a dear betachtenim, but we haven't revealed it. Okay, so there's something lacking. That's obvious. Aye, but now the Rebbe's saying there's even something lacking in a certain level of elokus that's responsible for the world, and that's the tzimtzum that happens in Bebechinus Malchus. Kamesha Kosuf, Ata Sisa Seshemayim. The three psukim we say in Davni, what Ata Avay Levadcho, Ata Sisa Seshemayim, Ata Mechayas Kula. Right, there are three three things we say in davening. Those are three. Right. So the middle, It's missing a hey. Relative to the creation of shemaim va'aretz, so ato is written choser. So there's something lacking in elokus. What's that? So Rabbi explains. The zesha malchus. Nasis Makur that which Malchus became the source to give vitality, to give being. Right? Lihiyot is to be, lihavot is to give being. He's havus. Of course, something you and I can't do, only the Abishu can. Makur lahavis esailimis. Asisa esashamayim. Who al yedei shenech surumimeno was so to speak, taken away from her, lacking in her hey partsufim. Hey, the five partsufim, the five different expressions of Malchus, which we'll talk about in a second. Ata choser hey. So what are the five partsufim of Malchus? Keser, Chochma, this is all Keser Shiba Malchus, Keser, Chochma, Bina, Zo, and Panimisa Malchus. Those are the five partsufim of Malchus that are lacking in, in that aspect of Malchus, which is responsible for the creation of the world. Therefore, Malchus lacks, Tzimtzum, is a diminishing of the power of Malchus, Miuta Yoreach, we saw it yesterday. And that's what ultimately, that metaphysical reality brings about the physical reality of Chisaron. So now we just moved up one level. In Mamale, there's also Chisaron. And, and therefore what? That also has to be fixed. By what? By Ayurveda. Ayurveda will bring about a fixing of that too. Ayurveda will bring about a fixing of Milu Yereach. Right? The Tzimtzum of Malchus will no longer be. Shreza the Kalim. Keser, Chokma, Bina, Zoh, and Malchus. Ze'er Anpin. There's the six midas, as opposed to arach anpin, which is arach, which is the madrega tachtain of a keser we learned about. Okay, so keser, chokma bina za and malchus are the five pratsufim of malchus. Meaning the malchus shember. Right? Don't ask me. Davar misach davar. Yeah. Okay, so now this is very interesting. 
That means that you and I, through our Avedah, bring about a Tikkun in Malchus, in a certain aspect of the Ebishter. Now, again, any, this is going to be much more important later when we get to higher levels, but any level of reality that exists only exists because the Ebishter wants it to exist. There is nothing that must exist. The only thing that must exist, what's called in Chassidus, Mechuyev HaMetzius, Mechuyav, from the word Chayav, HaMetzius, existence. Mechuyav HaMetzius. There's only one thing that that applies to, and that's Atzimus. Yebishter is, and he has to be. I mean, yeah, he just is. Like, there's no, there's no option. Any level of Elokus, any other level of Elokus is not Mechuyev HaMetzius. It exists because the Yebishter wants it to. Meaning the highest level of godly light only exists because the Ebishter wants that level of light to exist. It doesn't have to. Why? Because the Ebishter doesn't have to be made here. He doesn't have to illuminate. He doesn't want to illuminate, so don't illuminate. He's calling you calling. He can do whatever he wants. It's not, it's not, no, you have to give, you have to be a ma'or. He doesn't. That's why when, when we looked in the Siddur, those seemingly two different levels of, of Atzmos, right? Racham Adon Uzenu, right? The five mm-hmm. little levels from what were they? Remembers? No, Ratzon Apashit Livroi, the Hashara, the 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 evaluation of how to do it, right? Machshava Kedumat Ak, the Dibur of that Machshava and Kesser Vatzilus, those five levels which are talked about in Baruch Shemar and talked about in the beginning of uh, of Birchas uh, Kriyshma, uh, right? We went through them. So the, the, in Birchas Kriyshma, before that, before those five levels, it says Elokeilam Brachamecharabim, right? At the beginning of the first bracha. Right? So, so what's Elokeilam? We said, we said. Remember, the Rebbe Shach says, it's an iron base. That that what? What's Elokeilam? Eishter, Atzmus. Can't say anything about it. No description. No mida. Nothing. God. Elokeilam. Why Elam? He doesn't really explain it. He just says that's just the way it is. Don't worry about it. Fine. Okay. I mean, th- th- don't go there. That's not. That's, this is what it means, and don't worry. Brachamecha Rabin. Oh, manyen. Atzmus all of a sudden wants to become a ma'or. Does Atzmus have to be a ma'or? Atzmus doesn't have to be a ma'or. If there's no or, Atzmus isn't a ma'or, a, a luminary. Not a source of light. I Meaning it is the source, but it's not the source. Don't define it as a source because that limits it. Right? But it's a mar, it's a luminary. Even the luminary itself, does light have to come out of the luminary? No. The luminary decides it doesn't want to have light come out of it. it can, the Abishter can be a luminary without having light come out of it. Why? You can do whatever he wants. Right? You and I can't, there's no such thing. Well, I mean, theoretically, you can turn off the light, right? But but a mower by definition is ma'or. It causes or. That's what it does. Right? Okay. David can be a ma'or and still no light will come out. Im- imagine, and we can we can you know imagine this on our computer screen. Imagine the sun, not giving light to anything else, just sitting up there burping. You know, all these gases burping away, but it doesn't give light out to anything else. Now, you and I would probably say, oh, then it's not a ma'or. No. Ba'atzim, it's a ma'or. But if it could decide not to give light, so one day the sun decides, you know what? They complain that it's too hot, too much light, too bright. Okay, Pfeiffer, I'm not giving any light today. No, he can't do that. What if he could? 
So theoretically, could he just decide not to give up? Yeah, why not? I mean, obviously, he can't. I mean, right? So the Abishter can. Limit Atzmus. Okay. So that means any level of godly reality is the way it is because the Abishter wants it to be that way. Okay, and so the Abishter brings about a chisaron in Malchus in order to bring about a world that looks the way it looks so that you and I have to do a Veda in that world. That's what he wanted. He didn't want a perfect world. He wanted a perfectly imperfect world so that you and I can perfect it. Why? Because he wants you and I to be a shutaf. Why? <laughs> no idea. Why? But don't complain, because that's the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> it's just a place of unbelievable, but okay. Why does he want that? In this country, what do they call it? Juke Barosh. <laughs> a yellow juke Barosh. Had an idea. Oh, that would be a kick. <laughs> and everything starts happening. Explosion of art, Simpson Rishon, Kav, which is Baikeya into the Halal, and is the source of Mamale. Great stuff happens. Okay. V'yesh Lemar, the Rebbe continues. So, so we just learned, just to make sure we know where we are, we just learned that the Aveda that you and I do doesn't just affect the physical world, it also affects a certain level of Elokus. Malchus. Malchus. This lacking that was in Malchus, that the Abishter brought about. That from it the world was created. Who is Shardish? That's the source. That's why the world is lacking, because the source of the world was turned into a place in Elokus that, so to speak, lacks. By the Ebishter. Vasibel chisarn Sorry. The kol masha nivra b'sheish me'bereishis. That everything that was created. And again, we're talking about sheish me'bereishis, talking about the physical world. But the reason that physical world looks the way it looks is because the source of that physical world looks the way it looks. Hu b'chitesh milu yechisarn d'malchus. That's in order that the filling of this lacking in Malchus, So now, not only are we, are, not only are we bringing about a tikkun of Elamazah, we're bringing about a milu of the chisarin in Malchus itself. Allah That even though Tzimtzum was only relevant to the light, was, was only, only affected the light that's relevant to the worlds. Be'er ha'gvul. We're going to have to explain this a little bit. Let's read it first, then we'll explain what the Rebbe's talking about, because he's, he's mentioning a level of or that we haven't heard about before. Or ha'gvul, so I would say that's mamale, but the Rebbe doesn't say it's just the sheresh of or mamale. So what does that mean? Where is it? What is it? All right, we'll talk about that, but let's go, let's read a few lines to the period. Generally, we did, I mean, it seems to affected that level of light that you and I call Mamale, which is Shaykh Leilamas. 
באור הגבול, שרש הממלא. וגם באור הבלתי גבול, and also the or ability guru, which is the shadish of a say of sevev. Again, we'll, we'll come back to explain all this. Okay, so don't worry about it. Even though we, we just, I, you know, I, I don't know where you are when you're not in this room, but in this room we've never discussed this, right? So okay, we're gonna have to figure this out. What, what I understand? There's mamale and sevev. What's this or guru and or ability guru? It's the shadish of mamale, shadish of sevev. What's that? We'll see. But first, let's finish the sentence. The effect of tzimtzum on the ur of gvul, the light of limitation, who is in the light itself. That it's brought about in it a descent, and a limitation. To such an extent, that it can become the source to bring into being finite worlds. And, and in this context, Yitzilus is also finite to the extent that there's ten spheres. Relative to what's above it, we can define it as finite. Relative to what we and I experience, it isn't. And the effect of Tzimtzum, and this is what we were talking about before, and now you're seeing it inside. Hurak is only that it can't illuminate in the place of the halal, meaning the place where mamale is revealed. Right? Okay? So. What does that mean? So there's three levels. The Rebbe's talking about two right now, but there's three levels of light before Tzimtzum. Atzma Sarensev. Simpson doesn't affect it. That's what we already said. That means Atzmus Arinsev before Simpson, after Simpson is exactly the same. There's a level of light before Simpson called Ur Habilti Gvul. And there's a level of light before Simpson called Ur Habilti What are those? The source of Sevev, Ur Habilti Gvul, and Ur Mamale, Ur Habilti Because after Simpson, what happens? All of a sudden, there's two different states of light. Two different aspects of light. Different. Mamala and Sever. What's their source in reality before Tsimsum? Well, meaning. This is very interesting, right? Because what would people think if they never learned this? They would say, okay, there's or, and it's just or. We call it or. And as a matter of fact, we might even call it Atzmas or and then Simsum affects that light so that now there's two different types of light that come out of that Simsum. One called Sevev, one called Mamale. As a matter of fact, a person might even make a deeper mistake. You know, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not unreasonable at all to say no. That, so then the Simsum produces this thing called Mamale. So once there's this thing called Mamale, so we can also talk about something else that wasn't really affected by Simsum and that's Sevev. That's not how it worked. It works. Because, I mean, it's, you know, it's happening every microsecond, this whole process. Right? Okay? That's not how it works. How does it work? Before Tzimtzum, there are three different levels of light. Or Atzimus Ardein Seif, that Tzimtzum doesn't affect. Atzimus Ardein Seif, just is what it is. Then there's a level of Or there called Or Habilti Gvul. That level of light isn't affected by Tzimtzum, but after Tzimtzum, it's going to be called something else. Or Seivev Kolami. Which means Tzimtzum affected it to the extent, as the Rebbe said, it can't it can't express itself in the halal. We'll talk about that. Simpson creates this halal, this space. What happens? 
So in that space, what level of light is revealed? Mamale. What's the source of that revelation? It's called Kav, right? If you don't remember all this forever, but fine, you're going to run into the more essential and you're running into this more and more. That's why we're going, I mean, it's here. We can't ignore it, but right? it's, it's, it's not something, you know, oh, yeah, now I've got it all. I figured it out. I heard it once and I've got it all, right? But fine, I have to hear it once. I have to hear it again. And I have to hear it again. And here, after I've heard it 10, 15 times in different contexts, so then it like starts to make sense and I can put it all together, right? So, is not affected by Tzimtzum, that means that Tzimtzum, before and after that that event called Tzimtzum, Atzmus is the same. It's not affected. What is affected? Mamale, because that's the Iker light of the Halal, which is created by virtue of Tzimtzum Rishon. How did, what's the source of that light that's drawn down into the, into, into the Halal? That's called the Kav. You've probably seen that. The kav that bursts into the halal. What's that an image of? Well, what's a kav? A kav is something that has, on some, I mean, the image of the kav is it has a beginning and an end. It has an up and a down. Right. In other words, the kav is that, it's, it itself is unlimited, but it's a level that is the source of limited reality. It's going to bring in, it's going to allow for limited reality. So, or, so, or, or, or bleed, we'll get, we're going to get to or bleed, and or in a second. Okay, so now, in that halal, there's two different states of revelation. One's mamish revelation, the other is it's there, but it's not revealed. What's there and revealed? Mamale. Now, it's not revealed as or, but it's revealed. There's stuff. What's the source of all that stuff? Mamale. Right. What gives vitality to this cup? Or mamale. What gives vitality to the angel in Elam Yitzira? Mamale. What gives vitality to Chochma Datsilis? Mamale. That's all we're malat. Mamale. Chochma right. Datsilis is a kli that's in Mislavish, and that kli is or. What kind of or? Mamale. By definition. It's in a kli. So it's mimale. It fills. What's it filling? A kli. Okay, there's also a level of light that's too powerful to be mislavish in a kli, and you and I call that serving. But the Rebbe just said something very interesting about that. Second line up. Which is the source in, before tzimtzum, of our serving. Tzimtzum happens, so to speak. What happens to our built gvul? It becomes something called seviv. Hmm. What does that mean? Still infinite. Nothing happened. No, it's not true. It's affected. How is it affected? There's now a place where it can't go, so to speak. Well, no, it, that le- we'll, we'll talk about it before Tzimtzum, so we'll understand what happens after Tzimtzum. But that level of light that from the Ur of before Tzimtzum comes into existence, a level of light that Simsum doesn't affect directly, it's still infinite, but it's affected by, by the process of Simsum to the extent that there's now some, so to speak, somewhere it can't go. Simsum brought about the existence of this place called the Halal. Seveve goes, whoa. There's a do not enter sign for Seveve in that place. Because right? what'll happen, we know, what happens if Seveve comes into a state of revelation in that place? There's no more halal. 
I mean, there's no more place for mamale. There's a revelation of Saviour. Because mamale demands a disappearance of built group. Right? In finite reality demands that I don't experience infinite reality. Right? I, I know very little about mathematics, but the one thing I know is an infinite number is not a finite number, right? That, that, it's not something, right? Isn't it? Is that true? Is what I just said true? Almost always. What? Almost always. Almost always. Okay, Pesedo. <laughs> That's what smart much. people like to say. People who learn, you know, these, like, the physics and mathematics, they, they'll, they'll never say yes to any question, right? Because part of the part of the game is that, you know, you can't really figure out anything, so. <laughs> what? Part of the game is creating an example where this doesn't work. Right, right, right. right. Say it. Then you, then you, you know. Then you get tenure. <laughs> Too bad you get. Then you never have to work another day in your life because you have tenure. Yeah. So after symptom, does the uh, orma goal become the source of the halal, or does it become the mala? It's the mala that fulfills that fills the halal. So it becomes the mala. I mean, symptom, so to speak, creates the halal. It's all, we're talking about something. We're, we're trying yeah, to imagine like in physicality terminology. something that's happening in other yeah. Okay, but say that. But that. But, so we're already, by definition, we're limited. Right. Okay, that's why we have to stay away from Simpson. Shoot, that you're actually creating a place devoid of God. No such thing. Okay, but what happens? Simpson creates, so to speak, a space. Yeah. What is that space all about? The fertile ground for the revelation of finite reality. Because the whole notion of the halal is, if you think, if, you know, if you think about the halal in terms of the image of it, is it's here. Oh, so it's not here, right? There's this halal that's enclosed, so to speak. Oh, so I've, what does the halal mean? The revelation of finite. There's nothing there yet. <laughs> the finite is coming. It's the revelation of the power of Atmos to reveal itself in finite. Because Atmos is unlimited. Atmos is not infinite. The question is more like, what is the proper use of the terms of the of like Orhul versus like? Do you call it the source? Do you call it Mamala? Do you like? Oh no. So so okay. So 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 now we'll just do it schematically before Simsum. Three levels of light, but we're only going to talk about two of them because Simsum affects two of them. There's or a guilty gvul, or a gvul. Simsum happens. Yeah. Now, what two levels of light are there? Sevev and Mamala. What's the source of Sevev? Uh, or a guilty gvul before Simsum. Okay. That's the source of Sevev. What's the source of Mamala or a gvul before Simsum? What does that mean? What, is, what gvul is there before Simsum? Oh, so now you might ask, therefore, Perfectly reasonable question. So, what did Simpson do? If there's already or a building pool and or a pool before Simpson, so what exactly happened? I mean, well, nothing happened. It's just you, you, you changed the names. <laughs> You're not going to call this Mamale and call this. If it's if there is there's gvul there, well, well, there's gvul on some level. But what's the what's the explanation? It's very very, it's very hard to find a muscle for this in Gashmis. There is a muscle brought in Chassidus. Personally, I find that, uh, you know, I, 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 I get the muscle, but I don't get the muscle because it, it's very subtle, but I'll tell you the muscle. Ur gvul and ur building gvul before Tzimtzum, and this we can't understand, are kalul zebezeh. They're, they're, they're in a state of absolute unity. There's no separation between them. 
Right. The mushal is when the seichel of the teacher and the seichel of the Talmud are one and the same. There's no separation. So I always relate to that. The reason I find that, personally, I mean, if you if that resonates in you, that's good. I'm throwing you out the mushal that's used in Siddhas to explain this. But, but, but... Um, that always... Some of that image strikes me as an image of the student elevating itself to the level of the himself or herself to the level of the teacher. So their seichel is one. So on a certain level, yes. In other words, aragvu, which is going to be the source of something lower than seve, is kalul in in arabiltikvul. They're indistinguishable before it's himself. They're one and the same. But there's still a reality called Gvu, and there's still a reality called Bilti Gvu. Still two different levels of art. Now, what do we say? We have no problem with that, because in Atmos we know that there's built there's Kayacha Bilti Gvul in Atmos and Kayacha Gvul in Atmos, the power of infinite expression in Atmos and the power of finite expression in Atmos. Okay, so before Tzimtzum, what are those two different levels of light? Revelation of those two different powers in Atmos. But they're in a state of absolute oneness. Once... Simsum happens, Simsum, so to speak, separates those two states of reality. There's now a clear distinction between infinite reality and finite reality, and so to speak, they're in two different places. I mean, they are, right? We're down here in finite. Infinite reality is here. We don't see it, right? But there's an infinite amount of numbers between 1 and 1.1. That's an infinite set of numbers. There's an infinite... That one I got right. There's an infinite amount of, there's an infinite amount of points in space between these two finite points in space, which is very funky, right? I mean, that's really wild, but that's the way the world works, that the world is a place where the hidden reality is infinite. As soon as I reveal one of those numbers that's in that infinite set, it's now a finite number, but still part of an infinite set of numbers, right? 1.01 is part of the infinite set of numbers between 1 and 1.1. So was 1.001, Just keep adding zeros. I mean, it's easy. There's more than that, right? But you're just adding zeros, and you, you, you never end. So, I mean, and, 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 and that, a 15-year-old can understand that. That's not such a sophisticated... I, it's a sophisticated concept, but it's not a consistent... The, the idea itself is simple to understand. So infinite... The world is definitely a dance between finite and infinite. But revealed reality is infinite by definition, right? And I, I, I'm going to say something that, that, that David will say, whether I'm right or wrong, or I'm usually right, whatever, or I'm usually wrong, whatever. <laughs> as far as I understand, once I take that infinite number and I, so to speak, turn it into a finite number, I somehow, I, I guess that means round it off. I don't know exactly what that means, right? So now it's a finite number. It's not an infinite number anymore. Is that true, what I just said? Yeah. yeah. Right? It's not an infinite number anymore. Right? It was. <laughs> it's not anymore. Okay. Now, I don't know exactly what that means, right? Okay. I mean, does that mean as simply as taking, you know, 1.6666, is that an infinite number, 1.6666 repeated? repeated? No, no, that's just a finite number. That's a finite number. There's a fraction that presents it. That what? Oh, ah, Taka. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's really cool. Like, 1666? Right. 0.666 is 2 over 3. That's Taka fine. Ah. Oh, that's so, so, okay, I'm not going into infinite numbers. I don't want to go there. We'll never get out of here. Forget it. That's really interesting. Wow.
Taka, there's a fraction. Two, two, two over three. It's, there it is. Look. It's, it's clear as <laughs> clear as isn't it? Like surprisingly, there isn't an idea that's related to mathematics. Well, it's more related to electrical engineering in general. But there's the idea of how you you send the, the sign of televisions, for example. It's basically a mass of all different signs. Mm-hmm. And basically, when you send them through, you pass through a filter, which is a great thing to two different signs. Ah, and yet. Which I think it's more or less the same idea. Yeah, the first thing you have all those lights, which are all the clouds. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing, so then you separate them into two Ah, you're fair. I don't know, yeah, but it sounds good. I mean, to a certain, I mean, it works. It gives it, you know, yeah. That's also what a masach is. We talk about masachim. Masachim are separating reality. Why right? we talk, you know, kaling bring about the, what was the difference between a masach? A masach separate, for instance, there's a masach between meichin and midas. Clear separation. Aye, but within meters themselves, each meter is clothed in a kli that brings about a, a different expression of meter, but it's all meters. Just different aspects of midas, whereas meichin is not midas. So between meichin and midas is what's called the masach. I think, so to speak, the screen, the, the filter. The, mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Okay. I have to ask you after class how that, like, you say that again so I can, you know, who knows? The Mali is revealed in the halal, but what is the source of the halal? Tzimtzum? Or is it Tzimtzum? Simpsons, again, whenever we talk about this, we say so to speak, but okay, yeah, but, so but, but just leave all the so to speaks out. Yeah. Simpsum, so to speak, uh-huh. Atzmus, I have a friend who does this very well, and I learned from him. <laughs> Atzmus, hmm, dear Patachthani would be cool. <laughs> Explosion of or mm-hmm. Now, simply we'd say, Atzmus or Shlifni at Simpsum, we just learn more. We just learned it's really or or built a gvul, or a gvul. Then all of a sudden, what? Simsu. What does that allow for? A halal, a space, meaning the revelation of finite. That's what it is, right? That's what it means, right? Because that, what's that or? It's not finite. It's infinite, right? It's, it's even, it's to a certain degree even beyond that. Right, because in all fairness, you can't even. I mean, why are you even talking about infinite? Because there's no fine, there's no revelation of finite yet. In Atmos, there's kayach. We'll call it in English the kayach of finitude and the kayach of infinity. They're both there in Atmos. That's an expression of the kayach of infinity. The kayach of finite has just been revealed. That's what's happening when the image creates the world. That's what that's what Chassidus explains. And what's so astounding is we actually can explain all this. Right? And then what? Bing! The kav is boikeya, bursts into that halal, which is the source of the mamale that will be revealed in that halal. So he does it very well. The sound, his sound effects are better than mine. <laughs> he wrote the California Homish. So if you want to get which is the single best expose of chsidis in the English language that's written anywhere. The ideas that he explains there in the, the, the book, yeah. California Chumash, the, the, you know, the, the, the five-volume Chumash. Uh, it all now came out in a blue one-volume. 
Not there's two there's two English chumash. There's what's called the Gutner chumash and the California chumash. The Rebbe's the Rebbe's I think it's called. Uh, uh, right. Okay. So he wrote most of that, and um, it's by far. I mean, I don't think there's competition in any way, shape, or form. By far, the best English book. Yes. Someone who knows Hasidus can sit down and learn what he wrote in English and and, and learn amazing things from the part. You know, he, his overviews on each parsha are astounding. Right. He just has a way of writing things. His English is terrific, and he uses a beautiful English. And uh, it's just an amazing book. It's an unbelievable book. He um, each week he would be sent a list of the you know fifteen major sikhs on that parsha from someone who knows everything in Granites. And um, said, you know, work on these sikhs. These are the sikhs you have to work on. So he'd write up those sikhs. Pick one as the overview, and then explain the chumash based on the other sikhs. He happens to be a close friend, so he gave me, threw me a bone that I was allowed to write anything I wanted from any sikha other than the sikhs on those lists, on that wow. list. So I did that for a couple of years. Just, you know, in my spare time, I'd sit and write up little things. He put them in the book. He was nice. He wanted, he wanted me to, you know, some of them are in there. A little spitzlach, but but the stuff he wrote is amazing. It's amazing. It's an unbelievable book. It's very sophisticated ideas in Chassidus explained in a very clear way uh, by someone who really knows what he's talking about. Amazing. He also wrote that book on the on the Zoya or something in the garden, whatever. There's a big green book. There was some rich Jew in Malibu who wanted to learn Zoyot. So the one of the Kunans, who's the, as he's the Shaliyah in Malibu, got in touch with Meisha and said, will you write up something from the Zoyot every week for this guy? So Meisha can do that. So he did. So uh, in the something garden. If you Google Meisha Vishnevsky, you got in the gardens. Oh yeah, I don't know. I, I'll, after class, I'll look for it. it. It's it's put out by I think Kahaz published it. So anyway, they turned that into after a couple of years of doing that, so they turned it into a book. Mm-hmm. Is it the Arizal or is the Zayar? Might even be the Arizal. Not sure. I don't remember. I never learned the book. I never looked at the book. I, mean, I think you probably gave me one as a present. I think some people eat there. No, the Vishnevskys don't. Some people go there for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they live. They yeah. live in. They live just around the corner. He's. He'll do his best to make sure that no one knows. But he's unbelievable, unbelievable. The man or something else. But he. Uh, very, very mockbeat on making sure that no one will ever know how much he knows. <laughs> he's really. He's very impressive that way. Very. He's really something. Right. Okay, so Ora Biltigvul and Ora Gvul, the source of the two levels of light that exist after Tsimsum, which is Ora Seviv and Ora Mamale. That's what the Rebbe said here. So now, the Rebbe just told us a whole new thing. Tsimsum, Tsimsum affects the world. So the world is a place that requires Tikkun. Tsimsum affects Malchus, which is the source of the world. And so Malchus requires Tsimsum. Simsum is also nagab, it touches Sevev. Hmm. So therefore what? 
what should our Aveda now affect on some level? So I mean, whatever, whatever is affected by Tzimtzum, so then we're undoing that by virtue of our Aveda, bringing about a state where there will be no Tzimtzum. That doesn't, what reality is going to look like, I don't know. How are you and I going to experience the existence of this table, B'yamesa Mashiach? I don't know. But it's going to be a different experience than we experience now. That's for sure. The Rebbe told us very, very clearly in Fabregan once, the Rebbe was, one second, the Rebbe was smiling when he said this. He actually told a joke about it. He said that, that and this is brought in Chassidus, this wasn't the Chish of the Rebbe anyway, this is the, the, the way, the, the, the line the Rebbe said at the end, that, that we understand the difference between now and Yemesim Mashiach is, now you and I experience Metzius Pshitus, the existence of the world is obvious, Pshitus, it's like Pshita in the Gemara, Pshita. Maldetein, of course there's a world, right? And Elokus is Behishachus, Elokus is something novel, and we have to think about and learn about and sensitize ourselves to, right? And, if, and a person doesn't do that, so they won't be sensitive to the existence of Elokus. They're not going to be sensitive to the existence of the table, of course they are, they're going to walk around it. <laughs> they're not going to walk into it, they know it's there. Right. What about the sitter on the floor? Some people will pick it up and give it a kiss. Some people will step on it. Because elokus is bishadshus. You have to develop a sensitivity for it. Okay. Bimaisa Mashiach, elokus will be bishitus. That'll be obvious. And metzias will be bishadshus. That's the chiddush. Metzias will be a chiddush. And the Rebbe said, that means you'll have to learn metaf- you'll have to learn physics before davening in order to remember that when you put your sitter on the table, it'll stay there. <laughs> and the Rebbe smiled. Right? Today we learn metaphysics before davening. Why? So we'll remember there's such a thing. So when we talk to him, we'll actually, you know, you know, something will move. Right? No one has to convince me that when I put my sitter on the table, it's not going anywhere. Unless I'm, you know, in certain neighborhoods. Right? <laughs> South Central LA, it might go somewhere, but most places. I'm not going to put a sitter on a table here. Fine. Okay. Sticky fingers. But, but, you made some Mashiach? Now, what the, okay, the Rebbe said it with a smile, but that's an amazing idea. Wait, how am I going to relate to physicality? What, what's it going to look like? Not sure. <laughs> I mean, what does that mean? That physicality is something that I have to remind myself of its existence. Oh, that's a really interesting state of consciousness, right? I mean, that'll be our state of consciousness, be my submission. It's going to be there. But we'll see the elocus in it, but pashtus, what's that? You know, I mean, so, so in, the, in, the, in, the, in the unsophisticated, you know, television-affected mind of most people, so we'll, we'll see the table glowing with light. Oh, well, Dafka, <laughs> why would it have to look like, right? But that, you know, it's, sort of, it's, it's glowing, and I, I'm not sure if I put this on, is it just going to go right through? I don't know. Okay, but that—that's—that's what's gonna. That's the tikkun. That's what'll happen when you and I bring about the tikkun. Okay. Yeah. 
symptom becomes revealed, or sorry, if sovage becomes revealed after symptom, because really the source of symptom is or multiple, which that's only for saying symptoms only revealed after, sorry, sovage is only revealed after symptom, correct? So, outside the call. Yeah, so to speak, right. outside the call. So how, does it, so how, do, how do you understand that symptom touches upon sovage? Oh, because, so, okay, so that let's look at the line again. All right, second last line. Upulis at simsum ba'ar biltigvul, the effect of simsum on that ar biltigvul, which now has become soive. Second line up in the bottom of the page. I started with the first word on the third line, but right. Who rak is only shaloi yar How is it limited? There's now sort of speak a sign that says do not enter. You can't go there. Because if it goes there, then there isn't there anymore. Right? So we're seeing that, that <laughs> it, it's transformed into something else. It's bottle. My question is really, we're, we're seeing that symptom touches on Sovib and the fact that he can't enter the halal. Sovib is limited. Let, let, let's put it in a slightly different way. Let's put it in a simpler way. Simpson brings about the reality of, of infinite light, and the very fact that I'm calling it infinite light means it's not finite. Whereas before Simpson, Infinite and finite were kalulze bezer. Now, you and I don't know what that looks like, right? I mean, we can only have a muscle for that. What does that mean? Infinite and finite are kalulze, they're incorporated, isn't that? But I don't, you and I can't imagine what that looks like. Because by definition, you and I live after Tzimtzum Arishan, and you and I experience the very powerful difference between finite and infinite. And never the twain shall meet, because as soon as I take the infinite, turn into finite. It's not infinite anymore. And if I take the finite and allow infinite to be revealed there, it's also not finite anymore. It, that's called bittle, right? Okay. But somehow those two live in a state of harmony, and that's our biltigvul and our agvul, all just in a state of absolute unity. So those are the three levels that are called in Chassidus, the Rebbe Shab refers to them as yochit. That's Mamish, nothing else. Echad, that's Sovet. That's Ura Biltikvul, which is the source of Sovet. It's Echad. But what does Echad mean? What's theoretically possible? Stein. <laughs> right? Yochid, Yochid, ain't it? There's nothing else. Echad? But it could be a Stein. This just isn't that. It's Echad. And Kadman. The precursor, the thing before. That's Orha Gvul, the Fort Simpson. Yochid Echod Kadman. That's how the Rebbe Shab first did it. In the numerous places. What? Kadman? Kadman. Like Kodem. Yeah. Before. The primordial. The primordial. Like, they like, I think that's the way they translate it. Adam Kadman, they say primordial. Kadman. Yochid echod kadman. You'll see that if you see that in the rubber shop, he's talking about those three levels. Atzmus or or habilti gvul, and or a gvul before Simpson. Shoo. We're in high places here. <laughs> but when, in all fairness, you know, people run into these ideas and they go, ah. It's a, you know, you can make, I don't know what it looks like, but you can make sense of it. Can put it in its place in terms of understanding generally how it all works. Okay, that's the best we can do. That's why. That's why. Excuse me. I'm sorry. That's why. That's why. Chassid is called man. 
and you're never satisfied. Why aren't you satisfied? Because you know you don't really understand it. You understand it, but you don't really understand it. I don't understand it like I understand the existence of this cup. I have the, you know, oh, say that. I might not understand the molecular existence of this cup, but the existence of this cup is something I feel very at home with and I have no problem with, and, and, and it doesn't challenge me in any way, shape, or form, right? What does the cup look like? So I could describe the cup. If I needed the cup like this, I could describe it very successfully so you could go somewhere else and get me this cup. I'd have no problem with that. That's Lechemina Aretz. That's Nigla. You and I now feel confident in our understanding of many of the halachas of Shinri Makam Bamakam Sud. No, right? There's aspects of it I, I, I still don't understand, but much of it I feel very confident in my understanding of that halachic issue. We just learned this. How confident do I feel of having a complete grasp of the whole notion of the three different levels of light Well, I can, I can talk about them, but I, mean, I have no clue what I'm really talking about. Right? That's mine. Right? Never satisfies. I always know that the more I know, there's more I don't know. And that's what's so interesting about Kassidus. The more you learn Kassidus, the more you realize I don't know anything. Right? I mean, I just, I mean, I, right? <laughs> I'm talking, I remember once learning with Rabbi Mas, we were learning Iron Base. Mustafa Tafshin Iron Base. When we were sitting, we used to learn Iron Base together for an hour every day. And, uh, and, and we, we were talking about, it. we started in the environment, so we didn't start in the middle, we started like in the middle of the first crop. And, and uh, we got to a certain point, we were talking about a certain level, I don't remember exactly what, what it was, a certain level of Elokus. Remember, Shab was describing something. And we're learning it, and we're, you know, he, 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 his understanding of these things was much better than mine, so he wasn't doing most of the explaining. He was explaining it, and, and uh, now you know, okay. And then we looked at each other and just burst out laughing. What are we talking about here? <laughs> what is this? Like, we're talking about this absolutely, completely, and totally move shot, you know, a conceptual reality. The Rebbe Shabbat will take that and somehow put it, it, you'll understand where it fits in the scheme of things. Or a built equivalent if Nayat Simsu. Ah! I got that. Let me just draw a picture of what that looks like. Let me look it up on Google and I'll get a picture of it. I'll look at you know, right there, the, you know, news, the, the different things you can Google. You can also Google pictures or whatever, photo oh, yeah, pic or whatever. So you press on the picture part. Right? You want British Columbia, so you don't want articles about British Columbia, you want pictures of British Columbia, so you press pictures, and then so you write pictures, and then you press, or a built-in blue shoe, you've made something. Doesn't work that way, right? Does for British Columbia. Beautiful <laughs> pictures, no problem. Beautiful pictures. Right? You want to see what Porto Alegre looks like? It's not so beautiful. I've heard there's some waterfalls south of it. It's absolutely magnificent. <laughs> Uruguay, is that the border? South of Puerto Alegre, there's some waterfall that's supposed to be absolutely... Yeah, it's, right, it's on the border of Uruguay and Brazil. Is it Uruguay? Yeah, it's not Uruguay. It's a triple border between Brazil, Argentina, and Paraguay. Ah, Paraguay. Okay, right. And they say it's... Okay. You've, there, you've been there? Okay. So they say it's absolutely magnificent. Okay, so I can have a picture of that. Beautiful, amazing. Yeah. Okay. 
I really want to finish this paragraph. So let's try to see if we can finish it. The Zeo should be Eagle Hagodol, the great circle, or a Biltigvul. I mean, what's the great circle? So the image of the halal, it's like a circle. So, so to speak, what's the, the halal is the is the is the hole in the middle of the donut, right? So what's the donut? The eagle hagodl, the great circle around the halal. So that's our ability which is the shorshavar sefer. Okay, eagle hagodl. Because there's two different ways. We're not going to get into this at all. I'm just going to throw it out there. We're not going there at all. There's two different ways of understanding. Tam shachavor mitzad eagle, and so it's like peels of an onion, and also or yosher, it's, it's levels. We usually think in levels, right? But we're re- it's in emes, it's much more peels of an onion. We like the ski, the schematic, right? We like that. It's good, easy for us. But there's also the idea of, you know, peeling back layers, right? When you look with a microscope into a human being and you see smaller and smaller and smaller, so what are you really doing? You're peeling back layers of an onion, right? You're not going down a ladder, right? You're seeing a more panemistic a place, more panemistic a place, more panemistic a place, more, and then, and so to speak, if there were such a thing, there isn't, but if, I'm well, there is theoretically the smallest particle I could see, okay, so I get to that. Okay, that's the point in the middle of it all. And everything is that. That's what physics thought they could find. But then there's some metaphysical energy that's working on that, that I can't see with the microscope. But theoretically, if, I, if there is such a part, I mean, there, theoretically it's the smallest particle I can see, okay? So there it is. So then everything's just that, isn't it? Just a bunch of those. So if you call, we know it's not the smallest particle, but okay, call it the atom. So what's everything? It's a bunch of atoms. What's this? Atoms. What's this? Atoms. What's this? Atoms. So there's truth to that. Aye, but all of a sudden I noticed there's subatomic particles. Ah, I thought I had it. Zelba Eagle got me. What is it really? If you keep peeling back, what is it all? It's Malchus. It's Malchus. It's the aura of Malchus. That's what's in there. Right? If you keep peeling back, peeling back, if the microscope could see metaphysical reality, it would see Malchus. As far as I know, and I'm saying this from a state of complete ignorance, a complete ignorance, relative ignorance, Right. As far as I know, they did get to the point where they could see an art, uh, the, the smallest particle they saw, but it seems to be affected by some energy that they can't see. Oh, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, that, for us, doesn't that make perfect sense? What's that energy? Well, whether it is or not, mamish, I'm not sure, because I don't know about, but, 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 you know, simple shot, what's that energy? Malchus of the the first level of non-physical reality that affects physical reality. Okay. Okay, now let's just see if we can, if we can, if we can, so, right. The Zeo Shebi Yigal Agadol Ha'er Bilti Gvul Nogabay Simson. Yeah, the Rebbe uses that word. Nogabay. 
right? Because we said by before in the previous yesterday we said loy nagabay relative to atzmos arinsa. The inyan negias atzimsum who? What does this mean? It touches it. Who shaor yerak that the light will be rak sham be eagle. It's only in the in the circle around. It's only in the donut. It's not in the space, right? and it won't be revealed outside of itself. the third level, That level is not affected by tzimtzum at all. So up until now, what are we saying? Oh, so we just moved up a third level. physical reality. That's pasuk. Malchus. Okay, that makes sense, because after all, Malchus is shayach to... The, the whole reason that physical reality looks the way it looks is because Malchus is the way it is. Atta, chosr hey. Fix it. Okay. Sevev. Well, wait a minute. If Sevev is in any way, shape, or form affected by Tzimtzum, and that Tzimtzum is responsible for the lacking in the reality that I experienced in Gashmius, so by fixing the reality in Gashmius, I'll also affect Sevev, Fix that aspect of Sevi. Sure enough, Sevi will be revealed here. There's not going to be any limitation whatsoever of Sevi being revealed in Elamaza being made of a shield. No. Well, okay. Didn't affect it at all. Therefore, that light can be revealed in the worlds. It's not limited. Simsum didn't affect it. Because if it can't be revealed in the worlds, then Simsum affected it. No, it's not affected. No. That's a ma'or. What's Moshe trying to do? That's a ma'or. Into, into Malchus, right? Meaning that light, that light can be revealed down here, I wait a minute, whoa, 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 but we said yesterday, but there's a certain limitation if it comes from above, it has to come from a Veda below, whoa, that means our Veda is affecting that too, because if you and I do the uh, tefillah lamesha, so then we can be mamshik that or in such a way that it actually affects the lamata, right, whoa, that means you and I can bring about a Tikkun in that light also. Right? Mikomokim, we'll go over this again tomorrow. I just want you, I'm going to read to the end of the paragraph, we'll go over it again tomorrow. Mikomokim, cave and shakavonda, bakola giluyim. Since the intention in all of the giluyim, gamba giluyim, dayatsama orshalamayla megedar elamas. Even that revelation of the highest, of the essence of the light that's beyond Gedar Elamas, meaning beyond Sevev, the Etzema or that we're talking about that wasn't affected by Tzimtzum in any way, shape, or form. What the Rebbe is saying right now is that level of light is a function of the Abishtur's Ratzon. It doesn't have to be, as we said earlier. Therefore, it's affected by whatever that Ratzon is responsible for doesn't have to be this level of light it is because the Abishter wants it to be and he wants it to be within the context of ultimately getting down to the state of a world that requires fixing therefore it's part of that whole marechet therefore our avoided down here will also affect that this is part of the marechet that it's hard part of the whole system that ultimately ended up turning out you know a world full of termites 
we'll go over this again yesterday. Gam bagilu the etzema or shalamailami gedoilamis Lamaila Gammi Shadish the Save Elmimis, even beyond the level of the source of Save, which was Orabiltigvul, who Bishvil Yisrael, since all of that is Bishvil Yisrael, Breshis Bara Lukim, Base Reshis, Bishvila Tara and Bishvil Yisrael. And what's that talking about? It's not talking about rocks and trees only. It's also talking about Mamale, Sevev, and Etzimaor, because that also only exists because the Abishta wants it to exist. And in what context does he want it to exist within the context of creating a world that's for the sake of Torah and the sake of Yisrael? So that also exists only in the, in the, for the sake of Yisrael? Wow. So that means our Aveda affects that level of light, even though there's no Chisaran. What's the Chisaran? The Chisaran is that it's Shaykh too. It, it, it's part of a Marechet where there's Chisaran. It itself has no Chisaran. It itself is beyond it. System. It's like Meishu. Meishu says that's my answer. Atik. So Meishu. So Meishu chshaya to chisaron? Mitzad himself? No. But is in the in the realm where Meishu exists, is there something called chisaron? Yeah. Is it Nogaboy? Nogaboy. He's, he's the usher. But, Adarabba, it affects him to a certain degree, doesn't it? Because Taurus Meishu can't do what Tfilis Meishu can do just really quite mind-blowing, right? So even that level, why does Moshe have to do anything? Moshe's state of, Moshe's feelings of the Moshe's in that state of Ashiris. Moshe's not lacking anything. So why does he have to do anything? Because well, Moshe realizes there's a, there's a state of reality that requires fixing, and the only way to fix it is through something called Tfilis Moshe. That's what Moshe's about. So Ekshu, the lack of Chisaran, is in his world. Well, it's in this world. And since he's connected, he's part of the whole system that this world is part of, so then... He's able to fix, he's able to create, take a... In, 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 in like in this... Barbie Mamshik. Barbie Mamshik Etzemar. Which is beyond any hisaron. But wait a minute, it's part of the whole system where hisaron exists. Uh, yeah. Not only is hisaron exists, the whole union of the system is hisaron, right? The whole purpose of it all is there should be hisaron in order for Vedas Adam to fix. He's going to then fix that. How? Through his tefillin. Not through his terror. I mean, yes, there was Torah, but Aravada in his Torah, which is Tfil. Let's just finish this. We'll, we'll see this again tomorrow and we'll talk about it more. Lamai Lagam Yashar's to save Gamim, who be Shvili Sod. It's all for the sake of Yashar. Lochain Gamam Shokas Arzeo, David Sodom. Gam Shokavar of Etzima Ar, Shalamai Lamia Tzimtzum. That also is based on Aravada Sodom, which is, in all fairness, what we said earlier. Now the Rebbe's just explaining it in a much deeper way. What do we say in Zion? It has to be tefillah. It has to be a veda. What the Rebbe just explained, I'll be panemius. Why it has to be a veda? Because a veda sa'adam affects not just mamale, not just physical reality, not just or mamale, not just or seven, it's a ma'or. 
<laughs> Why? Because that tomorrow is all part of the same Marechet. It's all part of the same system. And that system is all about Avedis Yisrael. That's why it's there. Why did the Abishter? I want Avedis Adam. All of a sudden, what came into existence? Or a Gvul. Okay, that's my mouth. It's a source of Or a building. Ah, that's safe. Edsamor. What's that got to do with anything? That's also part of the whole story. Why is there Edsamor? Why is there such a level of reality? So that you and I are put on film. That's the only reason there's such a thing. Because the Ebishter doesn't need anything. The only reason that level of existence, of godly existence, doesn't affect in any way, shape, or form, that level of godly reality only exists. So you can be nice to another Jew. Hmm. Of course we're supposed to be masaking the you know things going on in the world, absolutely. But when we're doing that, what do we ultimately do? Being masaking every state of reality other than Atmos. Everything. We're going to explain even more in text until you see what happens. Okay, we'll, we'll, it's late. I will go over this game tomorrow. We're not stopping. Yeah? The idea why this mimer is a mimer. Hamishachas at Zamar. Yeah. It's almost like, because in the first verse line it says that that Zamar was not, it wasn't like low, high. It didn't affect it. So when you say Hamishachas at Zamar, it's almost, it seems as if that, like, it's, it's hard to understand the phrase of then hamshachas because really it's saying like like etzimor does exist in within the halal. The yes, it does exist here. So to say that you're drawing it down it doesn't really mean like you're drawing you can down say that level, about everything to a level. Right. It really means that you're just like kind of revealing something that exists here. But when you say the word hamshachas, you're saying that about everything in all fairness. Nothing is so to speak up there that we're drawing down here. All we're doing is bringing about a revelation. But you and I call it Amshaka. You and I. Siddhis calls it Amshaka. Why? Well, because the image is higher and lower. There is that image that we have. And that's that's real and we use it all the time. And we'll talk about higher levels and lower levels and Gavaya and Namuk. But you talked about that all the time. Okay. Lifneze, Achreze. What's Lifnei and Achare to the Abishtim? Right. What does lifnei tzimtzum and achrei tzimtzum mean to the Abishter? There's no lifnei and achrei in the world of the Abishter. Okay, but Seder, but there is in you and, for you and I, and so we talk about lifnei tzimtzum and achrei tzimtzum. What does that look like in the Abishter's world? I haven't got a clue, because I can't possibly understand reality if there's no lifnei and achrei. So we use those words. But those words don't really describe what's going on, because there's no lifnei and achrei in the Abishter's world. So, so to speak, you and I will say, and this is a reasonable thing for us to say, before the Abishter had the taiva for a dear betach there was just him. But there's no before in Hatzmos. <laughs> but a Seder, but he created before and after. The only way you and I can possibly understand it is by using those words. But it doesn't describe the reality. There's no before and after. Before Tsum Tsum, after Tsum Tsum. Tsum Tsum 
brings about the, the possibility of talking about a reality before Tzimtzum. <laughs> so now, so to speak, you can talk about before Tzimtzum. Before Tzimtzum, can you talk about before Tzimtzum? No. There's no such thing. What isn't there? There's no Tzimtzum. There's no before either. <laughs> Don't just think there's no Tzimtzum. There's no before. <laughs> now there's, so interesting enough, what does Tzimtzum bring into reality? On a certain level, before and after. Oh, right, okay, limitation, right? True. Now, it's not before and after on the clock, but there is some reality before and after now, somehow. Because there's Timson. Before Timson, there's no before, and there's no Timson. Now, after Timson, the Etsum, there's still no before, and there's still no Timson. The Etsum. By the Abishman. Okay, but what is it he wants there to be? This reality called Elam Hazar Gashmi. Okay, so here we are. Do you call him Shachas like 